Welcome to a brief chat. This is the episode for the week of November 25th, 2019. I'm Owen Crane. I'm Jason Crane. This is a show about living authentic lives on our own terms. Later on today's show, we'll talk with Dave Turner from the Wooden Whale Company. We'll be back for a chat right after this. Hi, this is Jason's sister Gretchen. Did you know that in addition to listening to a brief chat, you can also become a supporting member? It's true. There are three membership levels, and all of them come with cool bonus material, and some even come with the chance for you to be on the show. Visit abriefchat.com and click on the Support the Show link today. It'll just take a few minutes to join, and you'll be helping Jason and Owen make more episodes of the show. Plus, maybe my brother will finally be able to pay back the money he owes me. Now back to the show. Hey, Owen. Hey. How are you? Right now, I'm exceptional because there are, in fact, a bunch of blueberry muffins in the oven upstairs, and I'm going to devour them as soon as we are done recording this. (laughs) So today's chat will be 45 seconds long. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, there's still like 30 minutes on the timer upstairs. Okay, good. So this is the first show with our new format, and the idea is that you and I are going to have a little chat about something kind of whatever strikes us. We'll have an interview with somebody around this theme of living authentic lives. And each show will be, you know, half an hour-ish, and they'll come out on Monday mornings. Right. So still not a crazy amount of time to commit to a podcast episode. It's a less brief chat, but still a fairly brief chat. A a moderately brief chat. (laughs) That's exactly right. As uh, the first guest on uh, the old format, Ben Weidman, said to me when he learned the name of the show, it's pretty gutsy of you to call the show <laughs> that you're the host of a yeah, brief chat. Really? <laughs> Fair enough. It's been a really lovely morning. Most mornings I go for a walk, but today the first snow fell, and we've just been kind of snuggled up with our little fake fire on drinking tea, listening to big band music, and now you're baking blueberry muffins, which to me has been an ideal morning. Yeah, it's maybe the most domestic thing we've ever done, and it's really fantastic. Yeah, it's been it's yeah. been really, really great. Uh, this, of course, is the week that includes Thanksgiving, if you're the kind of person who celebrates that, and even if you are, you may fall anywhere on a spectrum of being slightly queasy about it to terrified about it to completely fine with it. But in any case, we're going to be going uh, to New Jersey this week for what will be the last thanksgiving in In our family home your family home yeah yeah my parents uh signed a contract with a seller or with a buyer i get they're the sellers yeah um this past week so if everything goes through they're going to be moving out january 10th oh they did that's news to me yeah i didn't even know that my mom told me that yesterday wow that's wild yeah we already knew they were moving. I mean, that's why I said it was going to be oh, the last one. Yeah. But now it's like... Now it's like actually happening. A thing, yeah. yeah. And this is the house that your great-grandfather... And great-great-grandfather. great-great-grandfather built. Yeah. And then everybody from your grandfather onward... Has been has raised in that house. Been raised in. Yeah. So it's a, it's a pretty monumental change. Yeah. My biggest dream, the only reason I ever wanted to have a job that made money as a kid was so that I could buy the house from my parents and and keep it in the family. So, you know, obviously it's a little bit, it's a little sad, but I think it's, it's understandable that this is happening. Yeah. And it's interesting that I had a very parallel dream because as you know, I have always had this fantasy of living again in the Haggard building in Lenox, which is where my grandparents and my mom and my great uncle and great aunt, and for a while me all lived. And I always had this fantasy of being able to buy that place or at least to move back into it. 
and it's interesting. This is going to be an interesting Thanksgiving because this Thanksgiving, in fact, this whole holiday season is the first for me after cutting off all contact with my parents. Right. Which has been a long time coming, but uh, has finally happened. And I've also finally started to tell other members of my family about it, which has mm-hmm. been really intense. I told a, a cousin about my the things that happened in my childhood, and I uh, then I told my mom's sister, my Aunt Linda, who's been on this show about it. And she sent me this beautiful card that made me cry yesterday. And all holiday seasons feel to me like they're fraught. You know, right. going back home is always fraught if that's what you do yeah uh and if you don't that's often fraught too for a variety of other reasons yeah when i told your parents about what had happened with my parents your mom said you know we're your family now yeah which was very moving to me yeah and it's interesting the way it's kind of shifted my perception a little of going to your parents home too because like that's the the only other than our own home the only place I'll go where some other family is welcoming me in this season is... Is there? This Thursday, yeah. Yeah. Well, you are. We're a family, and they're your family, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty great. So I deal with that. Oh, no, I cussed. I'm sorry. You did. It's okay, because Dave dropped the F-bomb a bunch of times. He did? Oh, yeah. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> so... Hell yeah, Dave. <laughs> Thank you. So... I guess I probably need to retroactively go back to the beginning of this podcast and put a little line in there that says this podcast contains some adult language. Oh, you're not going to put a slide whistle over every single thing that Dave says. <laughs> well, <laughs> I honestly I did think is am I going to am I going to encourage people not to swear? Am I going to cover up their swearing with censorship beeps or am I just going to let it go and just put a warning at the beginning of the podcast? Right. I think I'm just going to put a warning at the beginning of the podcast. You know you're going to have to put a warning at the beginning of every podcast with me then. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll have to give it some more thought. Is This has been an exciting week for you. It has. Uh, or I, I should say the last week has been an exciting week for you. Now this is the, the, the week of Monday. But on the day that people are listening to this, you've got some job interviews, which is exciting. Kind of the next step in our move to Western Mass. Yeah, I'm very excited. I have applied to a total of two jobs, and I have a total of two interviews. Grumble, 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 says a guy who has a folder called Get a Job with <laughs> hundreds of entries yeah. in it. <laughs> but that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. So I'm moderately terrified still applying to more jobs because i would like to have options like anybody would i guess sure but but yeah it's it's all it's all becoming more real for us on that front too so a lot of things are coming together in this holiday season all at once yeah we've been talking for a while about this move i mean it's been it's been over two months since we first talked about it on this show and then which was it was on my on my birthday that we made the announcement on this show Oh, that's right and then you and i and you know a couple other people around us have known about it for just a little bit longer than that right but because my own financial history is colorful shall we say (laughs) i'm not all that useful at getting a mortgage so we in order for us to to buy a house, which is what we're thinking about doing, we've been pretty dependent on you finding a job there. Right. Because once I have an, an offer letter, we are pre-approved for, we're already set up to be pre-approved for a mortgage. Yeah. And then we can just buy a house, which is wild because <laughs> like I'm 24. The concept of me, of a 24-year-old owning a house, probably like in my grandparents' generation was not like that crazy of a notion but now (laughs) in this world like that's i never would have thought that i would have been able to be a homeowner 
like before 30. So I'm very, I'm very excited about that. I'm actually pretty proud of us for that. Yeah, of uh, you primarily. I, I am. <laughs> Well, I am the weight that is dragging Ahab down to the not. bottom. I, I am not Ishmael <laughs> surviving. Um, no, I think it's awesome. And I, I have to admit that for me, I've made other big announcements in my life that didn't come to pass. Right. You know, that sometimes that happens. You you think a big thing is going to happen and then it falls through for whatever reason. Yeah. And I have I had a lot and have a lot riding emotionally on getting out of this, this town. Yeah. And I'm really excited to move back to the Berkshires, despite the somewhat weird dynamic of moving back to where my family is from while essentially having removed part of my family from my life. Right. That's a little weird, but but I am super excited to do it. And yet I have had, and I haven't really talked to you much about this. It came out in a kind of negative way earlier this week when I, I was really worried about everything, but... I have had a lot of fear in the back of my mind that, like, what if we just can't make this work and we end up just staying here? And I was trying to think of, like, how am I going to deal with us staying here? And so now you having even just some interviews, like, it, first of all, it proves the interviews can happen, which is awesome. You right. Know, whether or not you get one of these two jobs, it it shows that it's fairly likely you'll get a job. Right. And then that is actually our exit. Like, that's the vehicle of our exit. Yeah. Um, so I've I've just felt this big weight lifted off me in the last few days since I'm these glad. folks have, have called you back. So. And I'll, I just want to come back again to the <laughs> fact that 100% of the places, although we've been talking about this for months, you didn't start applying for jobs till last week, and you right. have a 100% record right it, now. Because applying for jobs, like actually genuinely terrifies me though why is yeah. that tell me about that i think it's the same reason why school really terrifies me is i'm just i don't believe in myself like i know obviously on on a logical level like these are jobs that i'm qualified for and i could do this job well and i can see myself in it but then there's always that like guy underneath that's just like you can't do anything and like you're gonna fail and then i'm just like well i don't want to receive rejections so i'm just not gonna do this thing and i know that that's dumb but it's it's just so hard to work through and it's really hard for me to i'm a very creative person but i hardly ever create things and put them out for public consumption because i'm so terrified of rejection and that's just welcome to therapy hour with Owen and Jason. Like and we've that's talked just about that on this show before. Yeah, yeah. I just have a crippling fear of rejection. So, and it, first of all, you refer to it as dumb, which is definitely not. And I, I mean, mean, it feels childish to me. I know that it's a common thing that other people deal with. I don't feel that in any way about other people's. I feel that way about mine because I'm also self-hating, <laughs> and I fully am aware of that. Yeah, yeah. No, you and I both have a lot of similar personality traits where that's where that's concerned yeah. i definitely attribute mine to a lot of really conditional love when i was growing up like where i knew i was always like one step away from being rejected you know by my mom and where she could you know be effusive about me one second and unleashing a litany of all the bad things i'd done the next and so i think i've i've internalized a very low uh, image of myself mm. and 
even with all the successes I've had, I've had an equal number of what I consider failures. And I, I mean, I know a lot of people would look at the things that I have accomplished and say, oh, that's pretty cool. But then I see myself like the fact that, you know, we're behind in all our bills and, you know, we often can't pay our rent on the day that it's due and things like that. And I, I look at that stuff and I think, oh, man, it's, you know, I, I'm still failing even now. So I've really been working on that over the years. And I mean, I think I have I think I've made some pretty great strides. And I think actually this cutting off of contact with my parents is important in that way, too, because this became very clear to me in recent months that they they are occasionally good, but on the whole, they are not <laughs> for me. And you're not you're not obligated to maintain those relationships right. if they're harmful to you. Yeah, yeah. And I've, yeah. you know, I've had not as bad of a time as you, but I definitely have had similar experiences too, so... Well, we are uh, we're going to dive into the interview portion oh of my the show gosh. in just a moment. Here. Now that we've lifted you all up. Yeah. Um, but so- I think it's important to talk about this stuff just real quick, just because it, I think a lot of people have messy family relationships, but we're all expected to be a Hallmark Channel movie. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so totally. I think it's important to talk about this stuff and let people know that they're not alone. And the idea of truth versus Instagram comes up in the interview with Dave as well. Oh, like the okay. Idea of like presenting the best picture of ourselves, right? You know, to the world at large versus what's actually happening in our lives, right? Um, and I think that stuff's important too. I mean, I I try to be fairly honest in my social media presence, and I've been yeah. painfully honest on this show. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I I totally agree with you. I think the there's there's become kind of a culture of oversharing i think the, that's certainly an issue but at the same time i think it is far outweighed by the dominant culture which is that of not discussing truths right and i think discussing the truth however in whatever domain we're talking about whether it's you know the the way our world is run, the way our interior lives are functioning, our relationships with our kids, our relationships with our parents, those kinds of things. I think if we talk about those in a really open way, just exactly like you said, we both make other people feel less alone. And I think we maybe provide a path for other people to start having those conversations, which is important to me. Yeah, me too. And now for this week's interview. Dave Turner, welcome to a brief chat. It's great to have you here. Are we live on here? <laughs> yes, you're, you're caller number seven. You've won. Congratulations. Uh, so uh, I will tell uh, the listeners, Dave is a woodcarver, uh, an artist based uh, on Cape Cod in my home state of Massachusetts, and you can find him online at woodenwhaleco.com and you can find him on instagram which i highly recommend at uh the wooden whale co where dave not only shows you pictures of the wooden whales that he's carving but also does things like regularly take your questions in his uh, friday night ask the whale man segment and and so much more so i highly recommend following dave uh, i don't actually remember how i i came across your work but i've just kind of been in love with your online presence ever since and we know each other just a tiny bit, you know, beyond just yeah. following one another. And I was surprised to learn that you spent uh, at least a, a pretty decent chunk of your 
pre-carving wooden whales on Cape Cod life, doing something yeah. drastically different from that. And so I wondered if you just, you don't have to talk any more than you're comfortable with about what you were doing, but I'm curious at the, right. the kind of thing you were doing and how you were able to transition into who you have become now. I was a civilian contractor for the Department of Defense and did about 19 years down at the Pentagon in that capacity or, you know, various capacities down there for uh, those folks and a lot of different agencies therein. So, yeah, it's um, it's a it's, it's a change up to wood carving. Yeah, I mean, I think most know. people would could see the easy linear line between that and right. carving wooden whales. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's a common apprenticeship. There are a lot of similarities between <laughs> wood carving and ballistic missiles. <laughs> so, right? did you, you'd be shocked. <laughs> did you come to some point where you just realized, like, maybe that I'm successful at this thing, but it's not what moves me? Uh, what what caused you to start thinking about changing up the way your life was? There was there was a lot of stuff going on down there. And, you know, as you can imagine, it's, you know, a bit of a pressure cooker with, with those sorts of people. And I'm kind of a goofball. So it was never really a great fit in those lines, although I stayed for, you know, almost 20 years or whatever it was. But, you know, I mean, the, the end goal was always just to come home um, back to Massachusetts and get out of that. I mean, craziness. A lot of it's just a big transit area down there to begin with. A lot of folks from all over the place, all over the world go there for whatever you know amount of time they have to do for the government and then move along back home so you know that's the that's the way i did it and you know there was a bunch of stuff i was down there for um like the september 11th when we got hit by the plane and all the anthrax stuff and i was like a hundred yards away from there was an fbi agent down there during that dc sniper thing you remember all that i do yeah yeah, I was about 100 yards away from when she got shot in the head. So it was, you know, a lot of all these random sort of things just building up and building up to the point where I was like, like mm, yeah, you know, it's probably time. And that's, that's enough down here. Is Cape Cod where you're from or elsewhere in Massachusetts? Uh, Western Massachusetts. We always, my grandfather um, bought a house down here, you know, back in the 40s when they couldn't give land away in a nice little spot that, you know, I certainly couldn't afford today, but fortunate in that way. So I grew up, I'm, I'm a Western Mass guy, like you. That's right. Was carving something that was always part of your life, but it was like a nights and weekends kind of thing? Or was it something you discovered when you decided to change the way your life was? It was, it was one of those ones where I had seen, you know, some people doing this sort of thing. And it was, you know, like everybody else, I can do that. And, and nothing more, <laughs> nothing less. <laughs> you know, so I got some wood and just, made a mess of it and made more messes and made greater messes and bigger messes. And, and then, you know, started developing some sort of skills so you could see what I was trying to accomplish in a roundabout sort of way. So I always had that in my back pocket just for like fooling around stuff. I, I moved back home here and I was doing some carpentry with my cousin for a while. And after that, that I was just thinking about this and I, you know, given a lot of way to friends and family, these whales that I do it just got to the point where I started thinking, you know, if there's ever going to be a time where I try this as a small business sort of venture, you know, let's just do it now and go all in and see what happens. Why and that was it. I, <laughs> I just, I, I think there was something always to it being up here. You, you this close to Nantucket, New Bedford, you know, the big whaling capitals of the world when that slaughter was happening, where it's, you know, kind of an iconic image, at least down this part of the state. 
and I always done it. And it was a relatively easy shape. It's just a big, you know, torpedo looking thing. If you, you know, just take it as its shape and you just kind of went from there. Yeah. I, I, there's really no great epiphany that happened. There's no, you know, no depth, no meaning to it. Other than I just started <laughs> doing it and liked it. <laughs> and, you know, they got better and better and it took off more and more. And, you know, then it became what it is today. My small, you know, little entry into the arts world. One of the things I like most about, you know, kind of watching you uh, online in process is that the yeah. your relationship with the wood and with not just when you're carving it, but I also let you post a lot of, you know, little photos and and uh, and gifts and such of you like with big planks and talking about, you know, what this thing is going to become or, you know, what it smells like. There's yeah for it's a lot more your your instagram feed is a lot more tactile than a lot of instagram feeds to me like i really feel like like the wood takes on a personality the way you describe it to us who are who are following right. along does it feel that way to you i i try to make it seem like that I, I learned early on in my online presence that you know for me i'm just showing okay here's a whale here's a whale here's a whale sort of like the last whale but it's a little more gray and, you know, on and ad nauseum, I was just like, holy Christ, they're going to mix this up or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm boring myself to tears. So the rest of it, the rest of this, you know, conglomeration of wood and nonsense all just came out of me not wanting to post the same thing over and over and over. That was going, you know, nowhere fast. You know, just my own sanity, just to, just to mix it up, bring a little more to it. I mean, it, you talk about pigeonholing yourself into a very small you know, world of art. I only do wooden whales. That's it. I didn't know what the tricks. <laughs> this is it. You're looking at me in my completely, you know, most evolved wood form right now. Um, so, you know, there had to be something else to it aside from here's a gray whale. Here's a gray whale. Here's a less gray whale, you know, That's after right. a while. Oh, and out yeah. back I'm building a pyramid. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, these whales so the are fine, week, but I'm yeah. gonna blow my brain. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> this wooden gun so, yeah. I made. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, the the nonsense and the silliness is just for my own amusement, really. And you know, if anybody follows along and enjoys that sort of thing, you know, more power to you. But it's really just you know my own sin. I'm standing in the shed right now, up to my neck in sawdust, quiet, <laughs> solitary, hermit-like. <laughs> Got to do something. <laughs> Are there any odd places or particularly noteworthy places where one of your whales have ended up? Um, I don't know, odd or whatever. I mean, I've got some in um, bars and clubs and that sort of thing. Um, uh, you know, thanks to the power of the internet, I've been able to you know send these all over the world. So, like I, I think I mentioned before, Australia is about as far as I've sent. You can't get much farther. No, that's true. <laughs> than that from you and I. <laughs> no. So yeah, they go all around the world. You know, to regular folks like you and me, and I've sold some to, um, you know, marine biologists who, that's their whole day with you know whales and fish and that sort of thing, and you know all walks of life. So it's it's rewarding in in all those in all those ways and shapes. 
I applaud you for resisting my attempts to romanticize your life, which I'm trying really hard to do, and you're you're fighting back against it, and I I think that's perfectly justifiable. Oh but my god! It's, it seems to me it seems to me very. Uh, so here's the thing. Like, let's just let's cut to the chase of this. The one of the reasons that I'm interested in exploring all this stuff at all is because of how far my own life is from some kind of pattern that I would like it to be. Like, uh, work that has some kind of meaning for me where I am essentially my, you know, my own boss and where I'm kind of not stuck in this hamster wheel that I'm currently stuck in. And so when I, obviously everybody's life looks better on Instagram, but when I look at people who are doing the things that, you know, obviously you put in a lot of years before you did this, which possibly prepared you financially or whatever it might be. And I, I totally understand that. But when I look at the, at a life that is primarily spent, like, making something beautiful out of something natural that has literally no purpose other than to make other people happy to have it. That all seems Correct. kind of beautiful. Nobody, nobody and... needs a wooden whale on God's green earth. Right. This doesn't have to happen. <laughs> exactly. There's no one who's like, we've <laughs> got to get it in here or the patient's going right. to die. That never... Get never Turner happened. on the phone. <laughs> That's right. Is he exactly. carving today? Yeah. We'll land the helicopter right next to the shed, Dave, and we'll get that whale on here. <laughs> But yeah. it just looks beautiful. Like there's there's dogs and and oceans and you in a shed carving and telling jokes and taking questions from people about werewolves and there's just a lot of it that seems like it seems like a life that is not directed from the outside, but that's directed from the inside, and that to me seems really great. I I think there's a lot to what you just said. I I think there's also a lot to to. Yeah, you get shown what I want you to see. You don't see me standing in the sink with cold water on my wrist because I can't move them anymore. Sure. You know, you don't see all the stupid things going on. You don't see the big uh, tear in the side of my underpants. <laughs> At least I hope not. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. On behalf right, of a right. grateful nation, I'd like to all, thank you for that. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're all applauding that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it is, it, it's also a, a, a fake business in that regard, as, as is everyone else's. Nobody's showing you, you know, taking the trash out to the dumpster. There, there's a lot to be said for being able to reach a bunch of people that, you know, you'll probably never meet in your life, um, showing them your stuff and, you know, a little glimpse in. And um, you, you have to take all that with a grain of salt. Like, you know, I'm, I'm sure on, on your page that I've seen, I don't see all the horrible stuff that goes on over to your house like everyone else. Absolutely. You're not posting that up? You're not posting up fights and arguments, are you? <laughs> no, no not, not, no, not all that often. <laughs> Nobody needs that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So these lives that we live through Instagram, you know, although they're very insular, they can be seen by millions and millions of people. It's, it's, it's fraudulent in that way. Yeah. No, as, I, as far as all that goes. Yeah, yeah, and I, uh, of course, and it's always dangerous to compare yourselves to things that you see online because of the way in which they're, you know, exactly. they're expressed. Exactly, do you. Don't worry about the guy <laughs> yeah. you're looking at. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ridiculous. I, the thing is that I just, uh, I don't have a desire to carve wooden whales, and I, 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 but I can't actually, at 46, I still haven't actually figured out what it is that I do have a desire to do. I, I seem to be just mostly <laughs> eliminating all the things I know I I don't want to do like all because I've had every job I ever wanted, everything I ever wanted yeah. to do, I've already done, and so that's fine. And I often, you know, often at a, a kind of a, a decent level, like I got to see if it would be really cool to have a you know a national this or a, that kind of thing, and so and none of it really right. made me all that happy. And I, I guess I'm trying to figure out by talking to other people what it is. Well, first of all, maybe everybody else is 
just having a bad time too. <laughs> that's at least misery loves company. Yeah, that's exactly that's that exactly right. Because they are <laughs> they absolutely man, are. woman, and child alive right now is <laughs> crazy. So no, take that's... a deep breath and relax on that one. <laughs> uh, it's really nice to talk to somebody from Massachusetts because there's a certain I very rarely encounter anybody from my home state here in central Pennsylvania yeah. and there is a yeah. there, there's a certain tell it like it is quality about like people that. from the Bay State that I quite enjoy that's the, the old New England in it yeah, just like to get right to it exactly right. let's go yeah. but he quit around yeah Let's it's go. it's snowing and it sucks and that's how it is and deal with it kids exactly so, yeah. here we go again <laughs> have your wonder bread and shut up uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know i, I think that's 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 also a trap too that people get caught up in i mean it's nice to think about what you'd like to do um and what suits you and what fulfills you and all that stuff but some people make a, a life out of just that lurking and searching and searching and searching you know after a while what are you doing yeah, you, you can get a lot of enjoyment if you just have a regular mundane job like I had for forever. You know, even though people think it was, you know, I'm a spy or something. Was, nothing could be further from the truth. <laughs> just a regular place in a giant office building, you know, doing government stuff. That wasn't really fulfilling any need that I had, but I wasn't, you know, bitching about it. Well, of course, we all bitch about it. But, you know, not to the point where, you know, you're, you're doing so much introspection that you're losing sight of the fact that, you know, you can have a lot of fun at the Pentagon too and some big laughs and meet some really interesting people. Yeah. And you can be that same person over at 7-Eleven. Some people think that they have to have this, this, and this, and I got to live naturally and off the grid, and it's all well and good. You can do very well for yourself right now, right today, this very second. It always disappoints me as a as a Buddhist for my entire adulthood. It always disappoints me when just folks that I talk to are way better at all that Buddhism stuff than than I have been. I've been sitting on a cushion (laughs) now for twenty years, you know, and I'm like, who's this dude? He he makes he makes wolf werewolf jokes on an Instagram channel, and yet he is apparently far more enlightened than I'm than I have managed to become so far. It's my no, annoying, I don't think it's Dave, more enlightened than anybody. I think it's more just you'll reach a point where you're like, or at least I reach a point. I can't say anyone else. I reach a point where I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> it's better go do your thing and shut up. Is what I'm concerned with. Please shut that, shut the up. Nothing's perfect. that bad. Nothing's that great. Do you? You'll have a wonderful time. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's what I found out for me, at least. That's absolutely ideal, and it's actually it's a it's a perfect place to close it up. I I do want to encourage everyone, and I I mean this quite sincerely, to check out woodenwhaleco.com online, and then uh, go to Instagram and make sure you follow the Wooden Whale Co. Uh, obviously spelled exactly like it sounds co short for company because uh it's first of all the stuff dave makes is great and you might want a whale in your house you might need a whale in your you might be that person who needs a whale in your house. <laughs> you might be that guy there's a whale shaped hole and dave can make a thing to fill it uh but uh in any case it's it's fun yeah. just to follow his antics and uh learn about the uh the karate secrets of the coffee shop and so on and so forth yeah, so, there's a couple here and there yeah. i give away yeah <laughs> 
Well, man, it's uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, I, I'm excited to uh, finally hear what your voice sounds like. And uh, since uh, Owen and I are, I'll, I'll never back hear this because when I hear my own voice, I cringe. I, I will not listen to this particular episode here. That's totally fine. You'll join billions of people around the world and also not listening to it. So you're definitely in the majority there. <laughs> you should feel no no shame about that whatsoever. But uh, thanks, whatsoever, free and clear. <laughs> thanks so much for uh, for taking the time, and I will uh, look forward to encountering you online again. Appreciate it, Dave. Jason, you're a real gentleman. Thanks so much. <laughs> thanks to Dave Turner from the Wood and Whale Company for being our guest this week. Yeah, Dave is really great, and uh, as I mentioned in the interview, you should definitely follow him. Uh, you can check out his website, which is woodenwhaleco.com, and then you should follow him on Instagram for sure at the Wooden Whale Co. because it's very funny. He's fantastic. Yeah, he's really he's a good dude. That's our first show of the new format. What'd you think? It was fun. I'm, I liked it. I'm giving it a thumbs up. Yeah. So we're gonna do this uh, every Monday morning. There'll be a weekly show, and then. We're not getting rid of the first Friday poetry. So there'll be a Monday episode every Monday of the month. And then on the first Friday of every month, there'll be a poetry episode. This has been really fun. I'm excited about the new format. I really want to encourage people, if you like this and you want us to keep doing it, a great way to help us do that is to subscribe. You can go to abriefchat.com and click on support the show. Or you can go directly to patreon.com slash a brief chat and become a patron. You get bonus content and all kinds of cool stuff. Or if there's somebody you think that we should interview or you have any uh, suggestions for any topics you would like us to talk about, feel free to, uh, you can DM either of us on Twitter. I'm at Shimmy Lizard. And I'm at Jason D. Crane. Or you can email Jason at Jason at a brief So that's our show for this week. I love you. I love you. We We love love you. you. A better better world world is is possible. possible.